Welcome to the How Did They Do It Real Estate Podcast. Have you ever wondered how people succeed in real estate and what steps they took to get there? If so, this podcast is for you. Your hosts, Sayla and Eileen Prack, interview top experts in the real estate community to share with you their real estate journey and how they achieved massive success. Our goal is to provide you with valuable real estate resources and to help you apply it to your own real estate goals. Welcome everyone to today's episode of the How Did They Do It Real Estate Podcast. I'm your host, Eileen Prack. And today our guest is Maria Quattrone, founder and CEO of Maria Quattrone and Associates of RE Max at Home and Motto Mortgage Expert Solutions and has over 28 years of sales and marketing experience and leads one of the most successful real estate groups in the Philadelphia metro area with over 2,700 properties and $700 million in sales. She's also an investor, public speaker, visionary, and podcast host of Be The Solution and creator of the PA real estate scholarship program where she provides real estate scholarships for women and minorities and takes them through her rise in real estate academy. So Maria, thank you so much for being on the show today. Welcome and how are you doing? Hi, thank you so much for having me. I really appreciate it and I'm doing great. So Maria, can you provide us a little bit more of insight into your background and how you got started with real estate? Absolutely. So I feel like I've always been an entrepreneur since I've been about like five years old six years old, selling lemonade and popcorn on the corner of, of our house in Northeast Philadelphia. And over the many years, I've sold things like pet rocks and uh, wrapping paper and Christmas cards door to door, and then fabric at a fabric store, roses to people in bars back in the day. And Girl Scout cookies, all kinds of things. So got into real estate after I was in radio advertising and sales for 11 years. And so I've been in the real estate industry for the last 18. So you were selling pet rocks. So I have to ask, did you ever own a pet rock? And if you did, what did you name it? Wow. I don't <laughs> know what the name of the pet rock was because I would just paint them and glue them together and put eyes on them. And then those little round like, like the googly eyes the googly eyes but yeah then also like the little i guess they're like red and yellow and green and they would be like the nose or the ears you know like the i don't know you could i forget what they're called it's like just like, like a little round thing that's no bigger than your thumb and you paste it on there <laughs> well maria so when you first started out with real estate, how did you decide that real estate was an area for you and that you wanted to focus on real estate? I really didn't. A friend of mine said, you'd be great in the industry. I met with his business partner at the time. They were both investors here in the Philadelphia region. Actually, downtown Center City, Philly, they owned apartment buildings. And I just couldn't believe it. I'm like, what do you mean you own that apartment building? And he's like, yes, it's 20 units. And I'm like, that sounds crazy. He's like, I have three other partners and I'm the one that does the keys and the locks and the sweat equity and I fix things. And I'm like, mm, interesting. And so I met his business partner and I sat down and talked with him. And I said, well, you can make as much money as you want in real estate. And they're like, yeah, pretty much. And so I asked a lot of questions, three hours worth of questions. And then I thought about it and decided, well, 
I think I can do this. In fact, I know I can do this because when I bought my first property, which was a condo in Center City in 2001, right after 9-11, I bought it. I didn't have an agent and I bought it from somebody who didn't have an agent. And that deal somehow miraculously closed. And so I thought about that and I said, well, I did that. I can do this. So from there after that, what did you do to after you bought and you decided that you were going to get into real estate and you're able to do it? What did you do after that? Well, I was still working full time in my career at the radio station. And so I immediately decided I was going to get take the class. I took the class and started working within 30 days of that happening as soon as I had my license and I had my first sale 30 days after that. And this was in 2004 for 399,000. And then my second sale was a four unit multifamily building at Fifth and Pine here in downtown Philly. And that was a million 25. And that was back in 2004. So that was kind of, you know, was a lot of money here then, you know, 18 years ago. And I just continued on. And then within, I'd say, 12 months, I was full-time in the industry and I knew already how to sell because I worked in radio and we just have to call hundred people to get 10 appointments to close two sales. So I'm like, wow, this is great. Everybody has to live somewhere, whether they're renting or they're buying or they're selling or they're investing. So I hit the ground running and um, was very successful out of the gate. Did you focus on the single families or did you also, I think you mentioned you did some multis as well when you're selling them. What was your specific focus during then and what is it now? There was no specific focus. Whoever was the most qualified and who the most motivated, whether they were buying or selling, I was working with them. I learned how to work with investors after a couple of years in the industry. I learned how to work expired listings. So I built my business on working on expired listings so I had listings all over the city of Philadelphia, signs everywhere. And so I attracted a lot of investors because I had a lot of properties in areas that were gentrifying here in our marketplace. And so I came a queen of expires and doing lots of investor deals. Got it. So what do you think overall as you've built up your business and are continuing to find listings and focusing on the expired listings and also getting acclimated to all the other different areas as well. What has been the biggest contributor to your growth and your success throughout your real estate career so far? I mean, that's a lot to unpack, Aileen. It's pretty much over a lot over the last 18 years. You start as a real estate agent working with buyers Then I moved up in working with sellers because I worked with expires and then investors wanted to buy properties that I had listed. So then I worked with investors. And from there, I was building a team of people. And then after the team of people, then I bought a Remax franchise eight and a half years ago. So then I had a company and then more sales and added more support staff and back office and operations, financials, marketing, agents, and now focusing on growing our companies, growing our Remax, Maria Quattro and Associates and Remax at Home, and growing our mortgage company as well as insurance and some other pet projects that I have on the way. We love hosting this show. 
When we started this podcast, we were doing all the editing and post-production ourselves. Now, we are very excited to have this particular company as a partner of the show to do all the post-production for us, because it gives us the freedom to focus on the two things we care about, serving you, our listener, at a higher level, and growing our own multifamily business. If you are like Sayla and me, then you want to add value to others while scaling your business. A podcast is the best way to do both, and we invite you to contact Adam Adams. He can help you launch your podcast, market your show for more listeners, and take all the post-production off your plate so you can focus on your business instead of in it. Listeners of this show can get a free consultation with Adam. To schedule your free consultation, find the link in the show notes. So share with us a little bit about how you built your team to sustain your growth and all the different businesses that you are getting involved with. How did I do it? How did you do it? (laughs) How did you start to build it up? And what were the key team players that you were looking for? So how I did it is one day at a time. Work works, putting in the actions, taking initiative, being an action taker, putting the right people in place. It takes a very, very long time, more than people actually think it takes. Most people think they can accomplish much more in a year and then underestimate what they can really accomplish in a five-year period. So we're all, both of uh, the other companies are brand new. One is not open yet. One is opened just in like mid-January. And so, yeah, it's every day just focusing on what can I do today to move everything forward? What's the next right thing that I can do? And understanding that it is a process. There is a process around all of it, about the clients, about the agents, about the training, the mentorship, everything. I do significant amount of work in a day, probably, I'd say, probably in two days, I might do the work of somebody for like a week. What drives you and what gives you that energy to focus so much time and energy on building up all these different businesses? And coupled with that, how did you or why did you decide to get into these different areas when you decided to do them? The first question is what gives me the energy? Yeah, the drive and the energy. I would say that just wanting to be the best version of myself in life and in business and not being comfortable, always staying uncomfortable always learning and growing and wanting to personally do more, but also I would say representing the client best. So if we can service the client on the mortgage side and title and insurance, we can perhaps give them a better client experience all around and being a one-stop shop for our customers, our clients, and also the ability to cross-sell into our other companies as well. I think a lot of times most real estate people aren't business people. They are salespeople and they're just focusing on sell, sell, sell. That helps. And I'm more focused on, of course, we're selling the houses. That's a given, but focus on growing our network, growing our business platforms so that we can assist other people within our company agents and support staff to grow their life and to build generational wealth through real estate ownership, whether it's just your home or real estate investing as well. 
Can you share a little bit about why? Because you're focused in the Philadelphia metro area. And what about this market really excites you? Or why are you focused in this particular market? Why did you decide to choose it? Well, I live here. So that's the choice. (laughs) I've been here my whole life. There's no special reason outside of where this is where my home is. Got it. And so one of the things also, you created the real estate scholarship program for women and minorities. How did that come about? And why is that so dear and near to your heart? Yeah. So giving back to the community and being philanthropic is something that I practiced over my entire life since I was a young child. And I always was involved with community and different nonprofits. So I wanted to provide something to our industry. I found that our certain citizens of Philadelphia were underrepresented in the market. For example, we would have Spanish-speaking folks call the office all the time, but we didn't have a Spanish agent. And then other folks also calling that, you know, we perhaps they spoke, you know, another language, like Chinese is a big one, and we didn't have an agent. And so there was that. And then also, if you look at real estate on a national level in the United States, most of the leadership positions are held by men. In fact, 77% on the national level are held by men, 75% being white men and 2% being black men. So that only needs 25% left. So that's not very even, not an even field. And so if you're not in at the local level, you can never make it to the national level in leadership. So you have to start locally. So that is one of the reasons why we specifically geared it towards women and minors. Got it. So how do you even start up a scholarship? I'm kind of curious as well. Yeah. It's a lot. It's a lot of work, a lot of money, a lot of time, a lot of effort. You know, our program starts from the moment that they raise their hand and then they have to go through series of things in order to get to the office. First thing is doing video. They have to do seven videos. They're really short. One sec, one minute each. Uh, it's all about themselves. So we're not asking them anything that's not that they don't know already. And then the process after that is they come to the office. We have a group interview. Then their selection is made. Then they go to real estate school. We mentor them through the school. We help them get past the test. You know, right now there's a lot of students that need to still pass the test. So we're putting them into a study program and then they come on board and they go into our Rise in Real Estate Academy, which is two weeks. During that time, they're going to learn how to sell real estate. They're going to learn the scripts. They need the basic things, the basic fundamentals so they can go out and start to earn income. The additional training that they'll receive is something that goes on every single week at our company here at MQA. So we are lifelong learners and earners. And so we teach our people to be the same and they will then gain this additional skills and build the knowledge over the next, you know, however long, year, two years, three years, forever, basically. And so every week we're building upon what they've already built. So after the two weeks, they should be able to set an appointment, hold a buyer strategy session, show homes, write an offer and do all this in our CRM. So it's a jam-packed couple of weeks. And this is something, if you want to do this, this is a long game. This is not a quick type of thing. It takes a long time. It's a pipeline that needs to be built. 
And we're right now in month six of it. And we're just starting to see some strides at this point. So what makes the successful ones stand out to you in the real estate space? You never know who's going to be successful or not. I would bet money that this person is going to be successful and they start not showing up. I would say what shows me success is consistency is I won't bet money on anybody unless they're here for a good six months plus. Somebody could be here three months. They could be a superstar and then fall off the wagon. You know, at the end of the day, what works is work. If you do the work and you put the effort in every single day and you're an action taker and you follow what I say to do, you follow the MQA process, 100% will be successful in our organization. Awesome. Well, Maria... For all those investors out there, you know, looking to find out a little bit more about you and what you're doing in this space, where's the best place that they can go? Yeah, absolutely. Well, one, you could always call our office. I'd say 98% of the time, actually answer the phone unless all lines are busy, which is unusual in the real estate world. So you can reach me at 215-607-3535. If you want to reach me on Facebook, it's just my name, Maria Quattrone, and have the podcast be the solution. And then on Instagram, I am sold by MQ. But yeah, phone, tech, you can go to Google My Business page. Any of those will answer. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for your time today, Maria. I really appreciate it. Awesome. Thank you so much. I appreciate you. And thank you for listening to our podcast today, brought to you by Bonavest Capital. We would really appreciate it if you can go to iTunes right now and leave a rating and written review. Also, please don't forget to subscribe so you can always get the latest episodes. You can also connect with us on Facebook, How Did They Do It Real Estate? We'd love to hear your feedback and any topics that you're interested in for future episodes. If you're anything like Zayla and me and believe that real estate investing is a great way to create passive income and build long-term wealth, check out our free apartment syndication due diligence checklist for passive investors at bonavestcapital.com forward slash checklist. Sayla and I created this checklist for ourselves as we evaluated different multifamily syndication opportunities as a passive investor. So we would love to share it with you so you can use it as a resource as well. Download your free copy today at bonavestcapital.com forward slash checklist. Lastly, to learn more about us, you can go to bonavestcapital.com and fill out the contact us page so you can speak to us directly. Nothing on the show should be considered as specific personal advice. Please consult your legal, tax, and real estate professionals for individualized advice.